T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's do this. It's time for the Gabe Ramirez Show on 670 The Score. Oh, you see this facial hair? This this little baby facial hair is until the Bears win. He's two more sacks. I mean, don't you know that Puerto Rican Bobby is coming for you? Sipping on some coquito. He's doing his thing. Let's do this. Today, it's the Grody and Gabe Show. Mark Grody in right now to give us all the damn information I've been wanting to know all day long today. Groats, what's up, man? There's so much, Dude. too, man. Dude. It, I love opening day of training camp. There's there's going to be the first preseason game, which is a blast, too. And then, obviously, September 11th, the San Francisco 49ers will be at Soldier Field while they're trying to put the dome over yeah. the top of it, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very awkward. Mary Lifewood's going to actually be up there actually hammering away at it, too. It's going to be great. <laughs> Great visual, actually. You and I have been texting all day today, talking about these bears. So I'm actually I'm glad we actually get a chance to yeah. to do this in, in person. So first and foremost, as you're seeing everything that's been happening with the bears, you know, before we get to the audio, yeah, this, the, what you've been seeing from the bears. I mean, you're there, you get to see it. You've seen in years past. What's your take? Just coming away from what happened today, just not even like about Ryan Poles or about Fields or you know the players themselves, but just the Bears organization. Mm. You know, compared to what you've seen in the past, what's your take, Larry? Just like ah, same, same old, same old. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to sound that jaded heading into my fifth year of doing this, but there was nothing extraordinary about the feel of Hallis Hall today, and part of it is that this is the second year in a row that they will have had the training camp in Lake Forest. So literally, when you when we came in. You could. It's like a carnival being put up. You know, I don't know if, any, if you've ever yeah, been around yeah, a carnival yeah. when they're starting to put it up. Now, sure. now the characters involved are probably a little cleaner in Lake Forest yeah. than me. You know, I didn't see anybody smoking long Marlboro Reds or anything <laughs> out there. A lot of flannel t-shirts, yeah, with cut off ex- sleeves. Ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. like, just like a lot of smoke breaks, basically, okay. is what, what the carnival workers are. But, but so you, you're starting to see that blossom. There was a jam-packed media room today. You know probably four or five or six more reporters than there are going to be you know day to day so it was maxed out in there we we had the the grand entrance of Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and then Justin Fields and then a couple of defensive players as well so uh, honestly it it had the the same feel that it kind of does every year with that extra little additive yeah. of that that it is a new regime however however 
those of us who are you know on the beat and there every day, we've already covered all of these OTAs, and so we've had the grand entrance already, so to okay. speak. But it it was there's two separate things. It was great and it was fun. It's like the bunting is out. It's opening day, but it's not necessarily different a different feel than from the previous four years that I covered. COVID changed. That's, Obviously, we leave that out of the discussion, yeah. so we all understand what I'm talking about here. But no, there was no nothing discernible about that maybe next year maybe next maybe, year maybe I, and next honestly year. there probably will be man and, and that's I'm, why yeah. i'm jumping ahead of myself here As am but I. but at with what the bears have done this year and nobody's going to tell you from the organization that yeah we're here cutting salary cap but they're cutting a lot of salary cap and so once the free agent doors open after this coming season i expect the bears to be re- like next year well, every Bears year is a blast, good or bad. And there's been a lot of bad starting, ones, man. Starting zero, oh, and zero and zero. So yeah, there's been plenty of bad ones. It, it's always entertaining, always interesting. And I don't think, you know, this year is, is really any different than that. All right. So the fact that you have a ton of audio that we're going to be able to discuss today and dissect, and then we're going to be able to give our opinions on it as well. So I'm excited to see what you got, man. Yeah. All right. Let's dig into it. Let's, you know, to me today – the general manager Ryan Poles was the star of the show, J- just because of the the infrequency with which Bears general managers usually speak. We usually have to get all of our questions in for the GM, and we did today. And this is you know this is the reopening of camp in a different way with Ryan Poles, but he has to. Th- there is no easy question to begin this press conference today because it's not all about Ryan Poles and, hey, everybody's here and kumbaya. There was a lot about Roquan Smith. Now, Roquan Smith was in the building, uh, but we do not know at this point if he is going to be able to participate tomorrow. I want to address just the Roquan Smith situation. My feelings for Roquan don't change at all. I love the player and the person, and, and that won't change. The one thing I'll ask everyone here, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of questions, and I get it. Uh, I'm just not going to talk about contracts and, and all that. So I wanted to just make sure we addressed it, though, that in terms of my feelings for, for him, nothing changes. What has Roquan communicated to you in regards to his intentions for this camp and, and what exactly is on his mind? Um, I'm just, I, I, again, I, I'm not going to get into just – that situation at this time. Are you going to talk about it if he's not practicing? Am I going to talk about if he's yeah, not practicing? Yeah, I mean, like, if he, as a hold in, we discuss it then. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what his intentions are. I know he checked in, and we're going to take it from there and gain inform, gather information and, and take it one step at a time. That's all I can do. As somebody who was. Participate in every single OTA. Mm-hmm. Did you have an appreciation for that from him, and were you surprised uh, uh, by the development? Yeah, that's our expectation of, of everybody, to show up and, and get better and put the time in. So, yeah. Is, is Roquan still representing himself? Um, yeah. Uh, you'll have to, yeah. I'm not going to talk about that. Does that complicate things? I mean, not knowing who to... With the, <laughs> to get a resolution to something that's obviously pretty high profile? If if a player didn't have an agent, it would be different situation than if they did. Yeah. Ryan, without getting into the specifics, how did we 
how do you feel we ended up here with the Bears and Roquan Smith, where both sides, you and him, have been saying for months you intended to have a future together? It seemed like a foregone conclusion. And how much of an issue is it now that this is how you start training camp with him? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into the contract piece, but, you know, like I said about him, nothing's changed from my end in terms of how I feel about the player and and what he can bring to this team. Ryan, uh, without getting into the contract at all, is it your preference to get a deal done with Roquan now, or would you prefer a chance to get to know him better and see more before you pull that face? That's a tough question. I mean, you know, I'm not going to get into the thoughts on, you know, what I would prefer and all of that. I just kind of deal with what's on the table right now. A lot of interesting stuff there from Ryan Poles on Roquan Smith, who reportedly will, you know, sit out of practice tomorrow because the, the, the you know, he's going to stay in. He has to. Yeah. He got to get his money. If he doesn't, show, if he doesn't show up, he's going to lose money. So he's going to be sitting there in a t-shirt and some shorts with his arms crossed. <laughs> yeah. Complaining with bad body language, but that's okay. I have zero problem with that. Gross, let me ask you this. Doesn't sound like the same Ryan Poles that we heard from when he was initially introduced. This one sounded, I mean, when he, when we first heard from Ryan mm-hmm. Poles, he sounded confident. You know, it, it, was, it sounded loud. It sounded mm. good. And right here, it seemed like a more reserved, no, more you're right. tail between yeah. his legs kind of Ryan Poles. That's interesting because I thought you were going to say that he sounds different <laughs> as in he's got more command. It's his team no. and all of no, that. No, quite but the opposite. Then I started thinking about it. And yeah, I mean, you go through, this was, the, I put together this cut. So it was everything that was asked about Roquan Smith in, in about a two-minute cut. But, yeah, you could hear him hemming and hawing. When Hub asked him at the very end if he'd prefer to get a chance to watch and evaluate, it was like, huh, huh, uh, you know. Which I, was uh, not what we heard from Ryan Poe. Not, not well, the same Well, Ryan, you know? now it's delicate, though, because he doesn't want to say – give away his side of things and say, yeah, I, I would really like to take some time to just to see. I'm pretty sure Roquan Smith is good, but I do want to see what he looks like in yeah. in this Allen Williams defense, in the Eberflus defense. Is he yeah, okay? So I think that they just want to make sure, but he can't say that because that, that's an insult to the player. And he doesn't want to give away what he because that would probably give away what he's thinking about a lot of players. Sure, um, like we're all talking about Justin. What does he think of Justin Fields? Well, he he's he wants to watch and learn. But but you know, to your point, man, the agent stuff. He wouldn't answer that. Does he? Does he have an <laughs> that agent? Odd. And he and and Foles didn't just didn't know what to say when it came down to that. I can't just say yes. I, I I don't know. I I have a feeling he just, he doesn't know what Roquan Smith would prefer to keep private. That was okay. probably a nod to Roquan Smith. I don't know if Roquan Smith want. I'm speaking for Ryan Poles. I don't know if Roquan Smith wants me in his business and telling people that he's his own agent. So I think that Ryan Poles basically told us that he was in, in, in saying to the follow-up question that, you know, if there was this scenario where a guy didn't have a an agent, it does make it more complicated. And I think it's okay to say, if you're Ryan Poles, just that, hey, I don't want to speak for Roquan in this instance. To be a player's coach, Absolutely. a player's GM, now, you not, can say yeah. those things. Yeah. I think that's okay. You're right. I think, the, right. I think the level of transparency that we desire in Chicago is not being met. Yeah. When we're talking about Nagy or Pace when, you know, in the previous regime and what we did not like, I just think it's okay. Like, people don't care. 
right? It's like if he has an agent or not, it's not going to make us oh, love right. or hate Roquan right. Smith. Right. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting. interesting, and it's it's relatively rare. But no, nobody's going to turn on Roquan Smith. And we're going to love you more, Ryan Poles, if you say, "Hey, you know what? That's not for me to say." Yeah, I would. I, I don't want to. You know, Roquan's our guy. Uh, here exactly. And from the Bears, he's signed to our team, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. You know, I'm going to let him speak on that. Right. Right, and I don't think he worded it the way he maybe he wanted it to. He might have walked out of there going, I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably could have said, hey, it was right, like right. it was like somebody asked the question. I think it was, well, both gentlemen were up there, Eberflus and Poles, and somebody asked today, today, about tomorrow. Who just? I thought it was a blow-off question. Sure. Who's going to start tomorrow at left and right tackle in the practice? Actually, I shouldn't call it a blow-off question. It's far from a blow-off question the way we obsess <laughs> over this stuff. But – but he he uh, did not. They would not answer the question. They said, uh, "You'll find out tomorrow who's going to be the left." Like, and that's one case where because they told us they said, "Look, if it's competitive advantage stuff, then we're not. You guys have to understand." Then, and that's always been the understanding. But in this case, for for an unpadded first practice, I was like, "We're really following the the football script here." I yeah. guess everybody's got the hits principle going on, and that that's keeping information in house for twenty four more hours. But again, Grody, I feel like. It's okay to it say, is. guys, it's the first day of practice. Yes. We'll see who goes out. Like, I, I have zero problem with it. With the, That's what I thought Ryan Poles was going to be. He seemed very matter-of-fact and direct in the beginning, and I was under the assumption that those were the type of answers I was going to be getting or hearing from him was, hey, yeah. like, real chill, right? Everybody was like, oh, he seems to be answering more questions. It seems to be, hey, guys, 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 chill. It's the first day. You'll, you'll have all these answers tomorrow instead of, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. You guys will find. Like, no. Just say it in a way where we can. We can. We right. can actually Roquan, digest it. Roquan Smith is will not be the the wasn't the first. Will not be the last football player to hold out on an organization. <laughs> right. So I mean, there there does need to be a plan for it. And he knew he'd be asked the questions about it. And I think he just he if I'm defending him. He just was trying to keep a very business professional. Don't go outside the box. Yeah. This is business that stays in house, and that was the tone. And that's obviously the plan that he went into it. That that was his hope because he began the press conference. The the very cut, beginning cut I played was not prompted by the media. He said, "I know there's going to be questions about Roquan Smith, and there's only so much that I can right. answer." He took the Eminem approach. Shoot himself in the foot before someone else can take a shot at him. That that is I totally that's it. very true. Very and the, the shots were firing, but he was deflecting. Boy, I like it. All right, I'm yeah. Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. We have a ton more to talk about when we when we're talking about these Chicago Bears. I can't wait to hear some more audio and to dissect this uh, first day of, of training camp for the Chicago Bears. We'll do that on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score giving you all the information you need on what happened today with the Chicago Bears and the front office and all. The, look at me. I'm already starting drama like and all the lies they're telling. All the lies. No, that's not it at all. But I love the fact that you took it upon yourself to cut up all this audio because you know what it is that you want to hear and what the goods are. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I like doing that. It takes, as any of our producers here know, it could take a long time. It's an arduous task sometimes going through, you know, 60 minutes of audio and trying to trim it down to the best seven or eight cuts. It's so, very much appreciated, Mark. Yeah, very much appreciated. Absolutely. Look at that. that Shout out. Cesar Cesar. Perez. Hey, I, like I was telling Studs, I let her, man, you know, 
Old Grody, he got some tricks, you know? I compared it to typing. We, we all edit, right? But we all type and edit at different rates. I think I'm, if the scale were one to 10, like editing abilities. 10 being the best. 10 being the best. I'd give myself like a four or five, probably. No, it gotta be better than that. Nah, I don't know that it's better than you that. You chopped up all this audio. That's yeah, true. Just by that alone, but you'd I, have to be like a six or but a seven. But I mean, like the fancy tricks and things like that. Like if I wanted to bleep something out, I probably could figure it out, but it's always easier to ask Caesar to so, do that. So, right. you know. So you're not a tanny 10. Oh, jeez. No. He's like, a, Sorry. oh, wait, hold on a second. Oh, somebody just wrote another article on Tanny. How about that? <laughs> all right. Congratulations. All right. Jesus. So um, what is the next uh, bit of audio that you cut up for yes, us to hear? Yeah, here. Now the pressure's really on. <laughs> just listen to this seamless tape you're about to hear. I think the next most important guy on the roster right now in terms of what is going to happen, it, it, we just talked about Roquan Smith. But Ryan Pohl's also discussing Robert Quinn, who, like Roquan Smith, is here, but they don't know if he's going to practice because he might hold out. Do you think uh, Robert Quinn wants to be here, or has he expressed a desire for a trade? Um, I haven't had that conversation with him. I would hope that he wants to be here. Um, so that hasn't really – nothing's changed on that front. How does he fit in – you've got a – roster that's dramatically younger than it was a year ago Mm -hmm. a lot less experience how does he fit where he's at in his career with where you guys are at sort of constructing and putting this thing together yeah i think it's important to have guys that are experienced that have had success in this league and know how to play and practice so um for me that's what he brings obviously that's ryan poles talking about the squad right there we want to hear what matt eberflus has to say and fortunately for score listeners He's actually going to be on with Mully and Hall at 7 a.m. So make sure your alarm is set. Or before you get out of your car to walk inside your house, make sure you leave it on 670 to score so you can pick that up in the morning. What time is the flu on? 7 a.m. 7 a.m. You know okay. he's up. He still looks like a guy that's up at like 4, oh, 15. All football coaches are morning people. They <laughs> yeah. bounce out of it. It's no time coffee, for a new just day. workout. Oh, no, I'm sure they get their coffee. There's a workout. There's coffee. But then it just yeah. bounce, bounce, bounce. I guess that's what you have to be if you're a football coach. But – we're, we're going to see. I, I still don't have a great read on what's going on with Robert Quinn. You know, there are a couple of plausible scenarios, with the easy one being that he just doesn't want to be part of this rebuild with this team that is going through a rebuilding process. I was talking with Ant Heron, our guy. Uh, yeah. And he just said he thought it was just more or less him being a veteran and well, not wanting to take part in the early stuff. And now well, he's there. I think it's a little more than that at this point. I appreciate what Big Ant is saying, but with you know stories being written about him being dissatisfied and perhaps wanting to be traded, and then none of that debunked or dispelled by anybody, I think there's a little bit of, uh, of something here beyond he's just taking the easy way out of a few practices. I think it's unfortunate, though, because you know the Bears aren't going to get a ton in return. It's not going to get like a second or third round pick for Robert Quinn, and if they're not going to get that in return, I could see where they would want him to stick around. If they're bringing in veteran offensive linemen so that that way they can move around some of the younger guys and and have them get an opportunity to learn, why would you, why would they not have the same mindset when it comes to the defensive line? Yeah, no, that's true. And he would also and, – and I don't know what Ryan Poles is thinking. If Ryan Poles – because obviously he is amenable to either letting veterans go, Allen Robinson and Akeem Hicks, or trading big-time superstar players like Khalil Mack. So he is he is not afraid to to do those things. So at, at, is Paul's waiting, like thinking that's a trade deadline chip? Is he 
shopping him does and again we still don't know for sure does robert quinn want to be shopped or is there a money issue and the the man did have a bears record with 18 and a half sacks last year uh but they have taken care of him nicely a five-year 70 million dollar deal i i you know i get anybody's desire for more dough especially if they accomplish something extraordinary as he did but they've treated him fairly they treated him fairly well if you're looking at you know the new office lineman they brought in Raven and he's he's getting twelve million. That's exactly what what Quinn got. He just broke a Chicago Bears record. Exactly. He's saying to himself, exactly. "Hold on a second, I so, can understand that." So it would seem more logical that this is uh, to me, and not completely dispelling what you were saying about you know what big yeah, he's a veteran. And he's just kind of pulling some veteran tricks here. I, I think that Robert Quinn ideally. At this point in his career, with who knows when the final year? I mean, he's not like ancient; he's thirty-three. But right. what, like, what, what would he be at this point in his career? It seems like he's in win win mode, and it was nice that he thought that when he came to the Bears. And now we'll see what transpires tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe both these guys practice yeah. tomorrow. His sister won a gold medal, and now he wants a Super Bowl. That's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I what mean, that is. That is an athlete family, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's got to at least match or one up. I don't know. Would that be a one upping? Probably not. Probably not. Gold medal nah. for your, for the country. I think that's uh, uh, well. I'm just like it's not the, the Olympics aren't like what it was when you know when I was growing up, and it seemed yeah. much more significant. But I should not take away the significance of the Olympics. I'm True. sorry. USA, USA. What, uh, what, what, who are we talking about next? Um, so let's go. You know what? Let's finally get to Ryan Poles talking about Justin Fields and specifically what are the expectations for him starting today and going forward? Yeah, I think you want to take, you know, where, he, first of all, where he left off from off season programs and carry that into training camp and just continue to improve. And, there's, there's a couple of things. I mean, one is being able to, you know, we're going to continue to add things to the offense and, and the coaches will, and he's going to have to continue to grow based on what he sees and the defense throws at him. Um, continue to make plays, you know, and I, I think he's doing everything he's supposed to, and we're excited, you know, in that direction. Um, and then I think one of the most important pieces is, is that command. Continue to, to bring that command, that leadership, um, and I thought you saw that when we were finishing up the offseason as well, but just continue on the path that he's on. I think the, the interesting part from what Paul said, you're smiling, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say, <laughs> but the the adding, like they are going to make this more complicated eventually for Justin Fields, which of course sounds horrible to Bears fans because when they went up to level 200 with Mitch Trubisky, yeah. things really went downhill. Now it seems like Justin Fields has more capabilities in that regard than maybe Mitch Trubisky did, but that is an interesting part, like that the adding more to the plate of Justin Fields and seeing if he can handle it. It just seems odd because if you're a professional quarterback in the National Football League, that's what's expected of you. When you go to your job, you got to know what you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And if you're Justin Fields, I'm sure he understands that. So I would hope he welcomes that challenge. From Ryan Paul, oh, and the entire oh, he wants staff. it. Yeah, there's no, I never doubt that about Justin Fields. He he wants it all, and he I do believe him when he says he wants to be great. Every play athlete says they want to be great, right. and they want to win. Sometimes you got to see through it and see you look right in their eyes. Are they being truthful? Is this what they're saying? Trying to get another contract. What's your What's your take on Justin Fields? Uh, I I do think that he is earned, like from a a football player like the the intangible kind of things. 
Like I do think that he's got that thing, that that wicked, okay. crazy desire to win. I do think that, that there's a lot of things that he needs to work on. As uneven as last season was for Justin Fields because of things out of his control and you know whether or not he was put in the right spot and not being the guy from the beginning of training camp, there's a lot he's got to work on too, man. I mean, we, they're talking about the footwork as we just heard polls talk about that. Yeah. That's a big deal. The, a quicker release is a big deal for him. And then I think the biggest thing is like pocket presence, so, you know, presence of mind in general, knowing where knowing where the the blind side attacker is coming from. That's something that he needs to work on and get better. He got crushed last year. Oh, from oh absolutely. And, 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 and look, some of it, he, his first start was that Cincinnati game. Yeah. I always say like a lot of his season may have been informed by getting knocked on his ass nine times and, and the coaching staff being clueless in that game. I love the fact that he said in his press conference earlier, like a couple weeks ago, where he's like, it's going to be good to just be the starter from the beginning. Yeah. Not oh, come yeah. in in the middle of the season. Shade at, at Nagy and their regime. But I appreciate it because yeah. he's saying what he wanted, and now that he has it, there aren't any excuses for Justin Fields. No, there's not. I mean, it, it looks like they've put some pretty good – I mean, the resumes are really good for the offensive coaches that he's going to be working with this year. You know, Luke Getze coming from Aaron Rodgers. I think that's that's a pretty yeah. comfortable – pairing right there and the assistants and Andrew Janoco and the rest of the crew on offense. So I, I think that, yeah, I mean, you we do go into this season for Justin Fields with one layer of the excuses off the board. Right. Now the second <laughs> layer is, you know, it's a new offense. He's only in his second year. Did there, you know, what, what it, did the previous regime stunt his growth in some way, shape, or form? I don't tend to buy into that, like that he's permanently stunted yeah. or scarred. <laughs> I don't think he was always no, put in a, a great position to win. But I think for the most part, they 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 had good intentions with Justin Fields. Who's your comparable for Justin Fields in the NFL? Mm-hmm. When you look at him, you saw him last year, and it could be on the high end, low end. Like, well, Who's your comparable? Could- I mean, obviously, he's not like a top-five quarterback in the league. So who's that middle-of-the-road guy that you feel – is compare right now in this moment. Is it like Baker Mayfield? Oh man, I I don't even know if there's a comparable. Like last year was, last year was just a very shaky season. So I I so when you ask that question, I, I'm is it Mitch think, Trubisky? I, I, it's like I mean, highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there were just enough plays out of Justin Fields where you're like, okay, I see something that I don't typically see other Bears quarterbacks do. But I don't know who that. You're is. describing Rex Grossman to me all, as you're talking. Oh, interesting. You're saying there's right. some good, there's some there's some amazing moments. Yeah, and there's some duds. Gunslinger. Yeah. He'll take some chances out there. He'll he'll run a little bit. I mean, <laughs> Rex did did all that. As you explained that to me, that's who that's who popped hey, into my head. I, right I, there. I'll give you that because I'll just say, hey, until further notice, you know, we don't know, like. What, what I mean, like that's what's it's so difficult. Hey, Rex took the Bears to the Super Bowl, so he did, and he was injured a lot. Well, they give Kyle Orton an assist that year too, right? <laughs> okay, <true. laughs> we, you know? got, we got our backups in there. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. The, not the best, but yeah, exactly. So I, you know, the jury is out because for whatever reason, last year was not a great season for Justin Fields. Now he, now the, the as as Matt Eberflus likes to say, it's it's fresh grass for everybody. 
out there. It's it's a brand new year. Everybody will be evaluated on that. I'm sure they have some preconceived notions or ideas of, of what they want to do with the team and who they think is good and who they think is bad and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, I think that you know Justin Fields is going to get every opportunity for sure. It's going to be interesting to hear from Eberflus again. He's going to be on with Malia Hall at 7 a.m. Make sure you guys are tuned in for that. Uh, one. I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, so why don't we hear? From Justin Fields himself. Ooh. I'm going to come back to Ryan Poles because I know people want to know about the the three bears that have been arrested over the last couple of months and what Ryan Poles' reaction to that is, being that he signed those players, and also uh, Lamar Campbell. So there's a little tease for you on what we still have from Ryan Poles. But let's go to Justin Fields. And as we know, Gabe, you probably have talked about it on your show at some point in time that there's all these rankings are out and tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did you mean tears like, like crying yeah. tears? That's what or... we might have. <laughs> yes. At, yeah. At the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and he does not do well on, on those, uh, just from any perspective, he is lost in quarterback yeah. hell as far as the national audience is concerned. So Justin Fields, let's, we're going to hear another, it's a decent sized cut from him, but we start talking about, the rankings and how he's not high as far as the media is concerned. Does that filter into you, like what people's opinions are, where people rank quarterbacks? And, and even if not, like what do you think you can show the league this year? Uh, no, that doesn't filter into me at all. And um, I'm not really worried about showing the league anything. I'm just worried about winning games. So I'm not, you know, trying to prove myself to anybody. I'm not trying to do this and that. You know, take opinions into account. I mean, my job is to, you know, win games and course uh make the playoffs so i'm not worried about anything just great you know having him of course being the leader of the receiver room and you know we're just trying to get you know, more guys on board so Justin, you said earlier that you, you didn't care what people you didn't listen to what people around the league say or, or you don't really care what people on the outside say what is it that motivates you you know especially in the, in the off-season workouts when mm-hmm. you don't have to be out there you could be home relaxing but but what is it that drives you then if it's not um what, what others think just, you know, just my love for the game. I just want to be great. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is my life. This is, you know, what I want to do for as long as I can. So um, this is my job. This is my life. Like, I don't know anything else. I've been doing this since I was, what, six years old. And um, it's just when you've been doing something for so long, you just, you know, start to love it more and more. And I love the failures that comes with it. I love everything that comes with it because I know that, you know, at the end of the, the day, like, as long as I, you know, give my best and I know what I can do. I know, you know, once we do reach our full potential, like what we'll be able to do. So, you know, just everything that comes with the game, the failures, you know, the you know, wins, everything. I just, just love it. So, why, why do you love the failures? Hmm? Why do you love the failures? Because it's it's come it it comes with the game. So, like I said, you know, you're not gonna always win every game, and you have to. If you're going to love the game, you're going to have to love everything that comes with it. You can't just, you know, love one part of it. Like, you're going to have to, you know, embrace the failures. Like, I'll take you back to one example in college, like 2019, when we lost to Clemson, the game-ending uh, interception. That catapulted us that next offseason into a whole different mindset. So just stuff like that, just, you know, responding back to that and just knowing how to respond from failures and stuff like that, I think, you know, that just, that just makes it even better. So, um of course, I don't love failing. Like, yeah, we, we need to throw that back. I don't love failing, but you know, you just have to, you know, be able to, you know, know how to bounce back, know how to, you know, get back 
uh, in that mindset and just, you know, get back rolling, like just drop it or whatever, learn from your mistakes, this and that, and just, you know, keep on going. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Mark, I love that answer. Yeah. I loved that answer. I think the reason why is because when I go to work, when you go to work, I'm talking to you in the car, you can care less what your coworkers say, right? You know how to do your job. You know how to do it well. And each and every day, you do want to get better. And that's the approach. Yeah. Everything will be great in life. Life's not always a bunch of highs. You got to anticipate that low that's going to come. And life isn't always lows. When you're down and out, you got to know that those highs are coming. So understanding that there are highs and lows in football keeps you even keeled so that that way you can perform at the highest level. These are like those motivational Instagram posts that we're doing, right? I think fall, I read that. Fall down seven times, get up eight. Yeah. I'm sure I saw that somewhere. Go Instagram. But it's true. He's yeah. a young guy who probably scrolls through Instagram I, I, probably. incessantly. Right? You could be better today. You were a nine yesterday. You could be a ten today. Go Instagram. What do you think about that? That pro saying that he loves the lows. He I, loves I, those moments. I, I, no, I, I think that's a really adult thing to say. Um, and that, that's why I chose the two sound bites that I, I did from Justin Fields. He said a lot more. I thought that those were by far the most interesting things to to come out of his mouth today. Um, and that that is like to think about, to compartmentalize failure. And, and I guess that is something you have to do when you are in a position as hyper as quarterback throughout your life, that you are going to get a lot of glory for that, especially at the lower levels, man. But there are going to be times when you blow a game and the fans are going to blow a gasket yeah. and it's just going to come hard on you. So you better learn how to fail and, and, and in a, in that, on that kind of a stage. And oftentimes I guess it can make you better. I mean, he knows what not to do. I mean, that is, that is one fire that he probably won't return to. Of course. And we're talking about last season, there was a, a lot of failures. Oh yeah. And so he's in a position yeah. now to say to himself, well, I'm not in that and not with those same guys, but I know what to do, what not to do. And you hope that he can grow. I mean, geez, show me a quarterback that's not throwing an interception. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I and mean, then how often do you hear the 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 saying, you know, you gotta have a short memory. Oh, of things course. like that. So that all plays into it. So I'm so glad you play you got that clip. Thank you. Dude, your editing skills are uh, sick. Are you just pandering now? Are you wow. just are you just saying that? And your executive producer mind to filter out the trash so that, that way you can put the gem oh, out there. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And every once in a while I'll send in cuts and a producer like like Caesar. And this is not like this is actually a nice thing that they do. They'll say, Hey, do you want me to cut out the the little breath there or the and or the No, no, no. I, I everything that I leave in there yeah. is for there's stuff I cut out. There's like a sure. gap I cut it out. There's like a long uh but sometimes like the poll stuff earlier, I thought it needed the nuance of every single word. Yeah. So just a little bit of background on my yeah. editing skills need, here. Need, yeah. the, need the nonverbals. Yeah. Yeah. Feels got me ready to run through a wall. I don't know about you guys. I like that. I'm ready to run through a wall right <laughs> Behind now. the story of Mark Grody's editing. Right. I'm, I'm at a four, folks. I'm ready for Justin Fields to lead the league in interceptions like most people are saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well, just joking. No, yeah. No. I, I mean, he, he, does, he does have to improve, like I said, in terms of presence of mind and, and in that pocket and his awareness of everything. Because, yeah, there there were too many times where he lost the handle on the football. I'd still like to see him clean up some of his sliding and you know his, his running. I think I'd like to see that open up, too, because there were some awkward moments with his running last year, too. Yeah, we got some more audio, right, from you? Let's go. That's we got, do. I, I think we might. I might keep you at 730. Uh, oh, I don't okay, know, okay, man. The, the clock is running. Uh, no, I'll, whatever you need, man. You know, okay. I, you know, I like to, as a matter of fact, I'll be here tomorrow with you, too. <laughs> Six o'clock until seven. Caesar, o'clock. you see that? That's his way of getting out of staying here till seven thirty. <laughs>
He's just that type of guy. Man. Brody's that type no. of guy. He needs time to edit. He needs time to edit. You seriously need me to stay till 7.30? I got nothing need going is, on. Need, I want. There's uh, a difference. Then I'll stay. Then I will, I'll stay. I want all this audio and Bears conversation. Then, then, then I'll stay. I'll okay. stay as long as you need me to stay. I've been watching my kids all day. I haven't even had a chance to <laughs> talk Bears. This is great. All right. So let's get back to the some of the serious here from, from Ryan Poles. And as a lot of Bears fans know, this has not been a great offseason with the law for three Bears players. Matt Adams, uh, firearm possession. Byron Pringle was doing donuts. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. That's the first reaction. Every It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm dude. sorry, but it's, right. it's really ridiculous. Uh, David Moore uh, fell asleep at a Taco Bell drive through. That yeah. was my favorite of them all. Yeah. Yeah, that that was good. That was that was very good. So Ryan Poles had to be asked about that. And how did how did you did you take that personally? How did how did that reflect? Do you feel that reflected on you? And as a manager of people, how did you discipline or handle a situation, not only individually but collectively, when you're trying to establish a certain culture? Yeah, as a manager, it bothered me a lot. Um, anytime your phone goes off and there's an issue. Um, you got to take responsibility. It's on my watch. Um, so it absolutely bothered me. Um, I had conversations with everyone. I've already addressed the Pringle one. Um, but I had conversations uh, about how I felt about it. We gathered information, and we're taking that through the process and, and handling it what I think is the right way. But do you still feel like you've got the right guys? You know. I'm, yes. Did those incidents change your, your opinion on that? No, I think we have the right guys. I think there was mistakes made, for sure. Um, we had those conversations, and there's a process when that happens through the league, through our team, security, all that stuff. Um, and we'll we'll go through those that process and go from there. But yes, it does. As a leader of an organization, when the phone goes off and there's an incident, and we're not doing what we're supposed to do, and we know what the standards are of being a Chicago Bear, absolutely bothers me. Well, our phones are about to turn on too. But we want to hear your opinions. Do you believe what Ryan Poles is saying? 312-644-6767. We'd love to hear your reaction to the audio we've played so far. And then we'll respond, Mark Grody and I, as to what Poles said. And we still got some more audio for you on the way as we talk Bears for quite for a little bit longer now that Mark Grody said I can keep them. Whatever you need, buddy. <laughs> on Chicago Sports Radio, Bears. 670 The Score. Bears! Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And how, did, how did you, did you take that personally? How did, how did that reflect, do you feel that reflected on you? And as a manager of people, how did you discipline or handle a situation, not only individually but collectively when you're trying to establish a certain culture? Yeah, as a manager, it bothered me a lot. Um, anytime your phone goes off and there's an issue, um, you got to take responsibility. It's on my watch. Um, so it absolutely bothered me. Um, I had conversations with everyone. I've already addressed the Pringle one. Um, but I had conversations uh, about how I felt about it. We gathered information, and we're taking that through the process and, and handling it what I think is the right way. But do you still feel like you've got the right guys? You know. I'm, yes. Did those incidents change your, your opinion on that? No, I think we have the right guys. I think there was mistakes made for sure. Um, we had those conversations, and there's a process when that happens through the league, through our team, security, all that stuff. Um, and we'll we'll go through those that process and go from there. But yes, it does. As a leader of an organization, 
when the phone goes off and there's an incident and we're not doing what we're supposed to do and we know what the standards are of being a Chicago Bear, absolutely bothers me. That's Ryan Poles talking about the long rap sheet for his players here in the Chicago Bears. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Mark Grody. Texter from 408, San Jose, California, said, Pole sounds like a substitute teacher. We'll be run over or free agents will go somewhere else. No, no, that's not the comp that Ryan Poles wants. But, yeah, Poles specifically there, again, talking about Matt Adams, firearm possession, Byron Pringle, Donuts, and David Moore, Taco Bell falling asleep in the drive-thru. The Mexican pizza's back, bro. What are you supposed uh, oh, to say? I didn't know that it went away. Um, and uh, I think Ryan Poles took the right tone there. I think that when the these incidents occur, it's it's just a nightmare for a GM or a president of football operations and a throw your arms up in the air and a what the hell. Like in, in two of these cases, now the firearm thing, we don't joke about that. Mm-mm. But the Byron Pringle thing, it's like, it's a, what are you doing? Dude. That's all it is. Dude. What are you doing? Come on, you Papa. You're going to oh be okay God. in life if you never do donuts. You know what I mean? That's not something we need to check off our list. You know what I mean? That's not a bucket list thing, doing donuts. So that just has to be a what were you thinking conversation. And then same with David Moore. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's a little more dangerous, falling asleep at a Taco Bell in a drive through But that's also it. What are you doing? Dude, what Uber are Eats, you doing? Uber and Uber Eats ah, could have taken care of that problem, right, sir. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, they're veteran players. So that's yeah. So it, it, he, but he struck the right tone. It bothered him, and it's unacceptable. And we do, we're we're the Chicago Bears. We don't do that. The next Ryan Poles cut here was on the the firing of Lamar Soup Campbell, and he is was the VP of Player Engagement for the Bears from 2015 until 2022. Um, also was on the interview committee for Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. So this was kind of a what looked to be Lamar Campbell, a rising star in the organization. All bets are off for everybody when a new regime comes in. Ryan Poles did fire him, and this was his response to it today. Here, what went into your decision to go in a different direction and why at that time of the NFL calendar year? Yeah, so with that, I wanted to reshape um, our player development group. Um, the one thing I've noticed, um, and I knew this coming in, is just the pressures that this game puts on you. Um, there's a mental piece to this that's absolutely critical. And I wanted someone that could come in and be educated through their education, through school, on how to work with players to get their mindset the right way. How do you how do you clear your mind? How do you how do you it helps resilience too, but how do you go to the next step, kind of push away a bad game, a bad practice, or things that are wearing on you uh, mentally, how can you overcome that? And I just wanted to go a different direction on the support that we're giving our players in, in that aspect of it. I thought it was a very well thought out, well stated answer from and I should call it an answer that that is the truth that is Ryan Poles's truth about that position and wanting a different type of person and that's not that was probably something that was beyond the capabilities of Lamar Campbell like actually doing psychological mental work with with these athletes and Mike Wiley Jr. is the one that they hired to do that and this is not uncommon for sports organizations so 
I don't know how you felt about that, and I know a lot of people had opinions, and we were all jumping to conclusions. I thought it was a very satisfying answer from Ryan Poles. I don't like that Lamar Campbell lost his gig, but I thought it was a good answer. And that's the part, right, where people felt like he was a guy that was woven into the fabric of the current Bears that were still from last year's roster, and and yes. obviously him being a part of the hiring process, that therefore he should have been there. They were trying to find ways to figure out how does this look negatively on Ryan Poles. I felt like when people were trying to come up with that, but when you hear him speak. Makes sense. We're in 2022. Mental health is important. Hey, hey, absolutely. You have to approach it from a different perspective. And I think you're right. The answer that he gave was phenomenal. Uh, he's Mark Grody. I'm Gabe Ramirez. We still got a little bit more, guys. Top yeah. of the hour, we have audio from Jalen Johnson and Justin Jones. And I'm also going to pick Mark Grody's brain and figure out what's he expecting from this upcoming Chicago Bears training camp. We'll do that on the other side. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.